I'm your inner dream monologue and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. of the century charged up studio and we my name is Sandra Dorsey I am with Sendor Capital Limited and my co-host is Dana Olivo with Mark Academy we're moving through the last part of 2020 but today we're going to be talking about the next 12 months indeed so the topic for today is annual strategic planning, planning for a healthy 2021. You know, for me, I'm constantly speaking to investors and companies that are looking to expand, to, uh, to launch new products, but also most importantly to investors. Investors are, you know, my, I, I love investors because they are planners. They want to allocate strategically. So they are constantly looking at how, you know, the past, what they they do, where they, what was their win, what was their fail, and moving forward, which, you know, what, what, what sectors are they heavy in, what sectors are they light in, how to make sure that they expand where they've been um, successful, and how to they diminish where they have somewhat failed. Um, sometimes, you know, you keep certain um, assets or certain investments as a hedge because you want to make sure that you want to make sure that you have in your portfolio of course this is not a financial planning conversation but you want to keep in your portfolio the things that you know are not as um you know volatile so you know for me i always tell tell people real estate a core asset to have because if you're doing you know equities you know there's up and down in the market you know we get a tweet and the market goes up we get another tweet market goes down so you never know so for investors it's all about strategy and for business owners as well, keep in mind that your strategy needs to be gold. It needs to be gold because that was what's going to separate you from the, you know, a business owner with a success story and a business owner with a failure story. Right. And nothing wrong with failing. God knows I've failed a few times. But again, failing is not where you want to end up. Right. So planning is one of the things that you can do to guarantee success is sustainable. Yeah, sustainable, but also uh, is, pu is pushing the limits to a degree. Um, I've been doing this for the last probably 10 years with small businesses, uh, strategic planning. Primarily, when we talk about strategic planning, in this case with, with business, and the investor side, this comes naturally to them, okay? They're used to this. Small business owners, and, and entrepreneurs, they're not used to doing annual planning. Um, and, and, and there's several reasons why they have trouble delving into a strategic plan for the next 12 months. It forces them into a situation that may not seem realistic because what you're doing is you're making some assumptions. But those assumptions are primarily based on 
historical data. Additionally, it, it, it boxes in decisions that they're making 12 months ahead of time that they may not think that they're ready to, to do in the next 12 months. There's, there's several different fears. They fear that they're going to make the wrong decision somewhere. A strategic plan is not set in stone. And that's what we have to keep in mind as business owners is just because we put a strategic plan together does not mean it's not flexible enough does not mean that if something doesn't work out, we can't drop it and add something else in. The, what a strategic plan is to set goals that you're going to achieve. I don't know about you, since you're in the investment side of things, but on the small business side, when I work with my customers, I work with them in setting their annual goals and we concentrate primarily on revenue. What is your revenue this year and what do you want to make next year? Because without understanding what is your end goal at the end of the year, you're not going to know what you're working for. Now, that revenue goal that we're going for, say, say they, they, they've made, say, 200000 this year gross, and they want to make 500000 for the next year. And I say, okay, how are we going to break that up? That's when we get into the details. That's when we start getting into, you know, the product development, product introduction, price increases. I tell them one of the fastest ways that you can increase your revenue is to increase your prices. Some of them haven't right. increased their prices in 10 years. This is, you know, and of course, and it's, it's the same as it's not sustainable because you have to look at your, your, your market and see what your competitors are doing. It's so, it's so interesting because, you know, people like myself who love real assets investing, you know, when you have a tenant, are you going to leave your tenant in the same price? Unless, you know, like in New York, places like New York where you have rent cap, right? So, you know, and, and, but I say 99% of other markets, there's rent increase constantly. So just like uh, the real estate um, sector, you have to think of your product as, first of all, by increasing your price, you're showing to your target um, consumer that there's value there. Imagine, as you're, if you, you know, gross, when you go to the grocery store, you go in and you're picking up a gallon of milk, you know, and you say, oh my God, last year, the milk was what, a dollar, let's say. This year, it's gone up. I never agreed for them to put their prices up. Would you have that conversation with the milk pr producer? Absolutely not. Every time somebody's producing something, their raw material is going to go up. So therefore, they're going to have to adjust for what do you call it for, for, for that. Right. And so you, your product, your service also needs to make adjustment in what you're showing. This is symbolic for my product has value. Therefore, I'm adjusting it, the price to reflect that as time goes by, my product is becoming more valuable. Right, right. And, and that is the whole purpose for strategic planning is looking at and reevaluating viability of your products or services. And is there a way, you know, there, there are several different ways that you can plan for growth. And that's what strategic planning is all about is growth. Absolutely. And, growth. And, and whether you're talking about, I'm sorry, Donna, go ahead. Yeah. And that growth can come in a number of different ways. It can come from increasing your prices. It can come from introducing new products or expanding on a current project product. 
bundling products, you know, offering uh, packages. There's many different ways that you can scale a business, expanding geographically. Right now with, with what's happening and everything is going online, it should be easy for you to expand your business geographically. Absolutely. And the last point that I want to make, um, which is a, a, one of my skills in my, in Ascendor Capital, one of the services that we offer is M&A. You know, you can also expand by acquiring another business, you know, you know, um, merging an, another business, you know, so you can merge, you know, let's say you are a retailer and you find that there's another retailer down the street that you want to collaborate on, you merge or you acquire them. So M&A is a wonderful way. I mean, Facebook, look at it. It didn't grow organically. It grew through acquisition. There is not a place technological right now that Facebook doesn't have its tentacle. And I do say tentacles. Um, they are reaching everywhere. They've got WhatsApp, they've got Instagram, but they were not the founders. So they knew that in order for them to bring shareholder value, they need to have a strategy in place to bring in more revenue, more market share, and that is only through, in their space, mostly through um, uh, uh, acquisition, merger acquisition. So that's, that's one of the things that I'm passionate about. So I would love to talk to you about that. So go ahead. If you're not in a position for a merger or acquisition, okay, there's also strategic partnering. Mm -hmm. you, know, you can strategically partner with a like-minded business or a complementary business that would help to um, increase your offerings, your geographical expansion, all of that. So those are the kind of things that Sandra and I, you know, she comes from the financial background, the, the mergers and acquisitions, this comes naturally to her. With me working with small businesses, sometimes we're not in a position where we're ready to go mergers and acquisitions. Maybe your financial records aren't in the, the right place. It's my job to work with you to get those financials to a position where you might want to do that or to strengthen your bottom line by showing you how you can do that without having to acquire or just shut the doors, basically. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's also, it's important that you know your core values, your right. core values. Are you just wanting to use this strategy to generate income and you don't really believe in this new product that you're launching? You're just, but you got to believe, you got to understand what is it, you know, um, within your company? Is this something that's going to re resonate? You know, a small business owner needs to take that into consideration more so than large corporations because right. um, Mark Zuckerberg doesn't really need to go at every level to figure out if they are all going to be on board with what he's doing. But you have a more intimate level, um, more intimate relationship with your employees at the core of your company. Are these strategies in place? So it's important that once you have some tentative um, plan, speak to your employees and find out because you want to make sure that your company is solid before you start expanding, before you start launching new product. Do you have the right um, core capabilities? And if you bring a third, but I'll tell you, I was part of a merger um, when I was in banking. It was Nations Bank when they bought Bank of America. It was a whole different conversation. Bank of America became a, was a global brand. And, you know, you were representing a global brand versus a, a national brand. There's a dis distinct difference in that. And, and I remember... Uh, lead, the leader at the time, the, um, the VP at the time came and had a conversation. They had many conversations with how the merger was going to take place, how we were going to incorporate that. And all these plans, are they going to be affecting 
the, um, the pay structure for your employees? Or is the new product going to require that you restructure your divisions? So a lot of, a lot of planning conversations need to take place as you are moving forward with your strategic plan. Right. So before you have one that is set in stone, make sure you, you have clarity as to where you, what's solid and what needs to be, um, you know, how can I say, um, massaged into right. place. Well, and, and also, you know, when we're talking about a strategic plan, all right, um, understand that that strategic plan is a small part of the overall long-term plan. What you should also already know is where do you see your company in 10 years? What is it that you want your company to represent in 10 years? You know, financially, product-wise, market share, you know, all of this. What are your long-term goals? Because each 12 months that you put these strategies together are designed to work towards those ultimate goals. Absolutely. And your goals. And, you know, and, and, and me as a strategist with my clients, now what I'm doing now because of COVID and, and I don't have that one-on-one -on -one consultation with my clients as much other than through Zoom, I have now transferred a lot of my educational components, my, my, my learning elements online. Because a lot of these small business owners, they don't have time. They, they need to learn these skills. But what we're doing is we're making it convenient for them. But when you were talking about your core values and what you do with Marketatomy, our core value has always been the small business owner and educating right. them, educating them so that they can avoid the mistakes that I made with the two businesses that I had in the past. Now that I have learned this, help them start off their businesses on a solid foundation. And that's what all of my education and my consulting have been towards. So therefore, with Marketatomy, we now have the Marketatomy.academy, okay, which brings the virtual training, the learning management system. We have our podcast, Charged Up Studio, which focuses on small educating small business owners. We have the business health check assessment, which is another product that we introduce, which assesses the strength across of small businesses across 20 different key performance indicators. All of this is designed around the small business environment and building those small businesses so that we have less that are failing and more surviving. Absolutely. So for me, it's about, you know, I'm not officially called a small business strategist. I am a, um, an advisory, a financial advisory, a capital advisory. And, you know, I am very investor focused. I mean, meaning that <clears throat> I work with investors to identify opportunities. And in that way, I also end up working with the businesses that are looking for advice um, or, you know, looking for capital advice. You know, sometimes, you know, I identify an opportunity and I tell the investor, it may not be um, the right fit for the investor, but I end up helping the business because be, uh, as I gain knowledge and insights on the investor as to why they do not like that particular business, I actually gain insights when I share with the business owner. So right. it's important that you actually know 
who, if you're going into strategic partner, what that strategic partner is looking for, be educated, make sure that you know if it's a merger acquisition, what they're looking for. If you're going into a new market, the research that is necessary to have that um, is important. That's why we encourage you, you know, we are two professionals. We're not here to tell you what to do, but we definitely um, encourage you to build your team in a way that can um, help you make maximum use of your time. By having somebody like Donna on your team, it helps you to um, gain perspective from hundreds of her clients that she has built over the years. And, you know, we don't talk about our services as much on any of our podcasts, but this is the segment that we're talking about planning. This is why it's important to have a team that can understand your vision and help you implement in 2021 so that 2021 can be solid, that you can, you can get a fresh start and end up being in a place where you, even though you had some challenges in 2020 with all the COVID you know, um, chaos, that you can land on your feet and can move forward in a, a, a successful and how can I say, prosperous way. And a way that is sustainable, that's the word that I used earlier, sustainability. Because in order for you to have growth, and also I I keep in mind those business owners that I know launch businesses only to exit in the short term. This is a conversation for you too. Because if you are launching a business because you're looking, because you know, let's say, you know, you're launching a healthcare practice and you're hoping that you can sell it to a hospital or to a pharmaceutical company, but make sure that your planning is there because when you have someone like, you know, like me, who's bringing the advice uh, the investor to you, you need to be ready. Your fundamentals need to be available. The, you know, the, the, your balance sheet, everything needs to all in small businesses. And Donna, you probably know this, they are not the best at keeping yeah. their, their, you know, be, ha, keeping meticulous books. This, but, is, this is something that is extremely important that I, I work with my clients, you know, right from the very beginning. What is your exit strategy? What do you want to do? You know, what is your, your succession strategy? If your company is only dependent on you, how can you sell it? If you are the company, how are you going to sell that company? Like I said, what's your exit strategy? What, what's your cash flow? All right, where's your cash flow? Not just your balance sheet and your revenues, but you know, are you meeting your bills every single month or is everything in receivables? These are the things that, that I work with my clients to make sure that they have them in mind. So when they go to Sendra, you know, to try and sell the company or merger and, or, or you know, an acquisition, you're prepared. You're not wasting your time. You're not wasting Sendra's time. Absolutely. It's like, okay, you know, I, I always revert back to real estate. Imagine that, unless you're like an investor who loves rehabs, you know, if a family comes into your homes and they see this mess, and sometimes I can distract someone and say, oh my goodness, I do not want this house. It looks like bad energy. This is why you have an agent who helps you prepare the home. You have an agent who prepare you the home, prepare the home so it can have appeal. You know, you've heard the talk about curb appeal. Well, your business needs to have curb appeal. So if you are, whatever your trajectory is going to look like in 2021, make sure that you have a team in place to make sure that what you're missing, because sometimes I remember, I'll tell you a story. um, My first investment property in Miami, 
I got so attached to that property. I couldn't get, I couldn't get, no one could tell me what to do with the property. I thought it was the most beautiful. And um, I was looking to get a, a tenant into the property and no one wanted it because I had prepared it as though I was going to live there. Someone said to me, you're selling this property, but you're not the one buying it. Why don't you promote it or fix it in a way that is going to be appealing to people who want to come and live there? Right. And you know what? I made a few tweaks, the colors. You know, I had a hot mustard green in one of the oh, bedrooms. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I a hot mustard yellow. Anyway, made that change. And guess what? It was more appealing. Right. And so shortly, you know, I think it was like a week that I had the tenant. So these are simple tweaks that you may not be able to see for yourself that we can definitely give you an objective uh, perspective and that can make the difference about you, um, you know, uh, slow pacing your way to your goal to fast tracking to your goal because that's possible. Now, a a lot of you out there are probably thinking, okay, you're talking, you know, about things that, that are so far out of our range so far you know beyond what we can we can comprehend and um it's it's important that we explain to you that it's not that it's beyond your comprehension it's just you don't know the process absolutely that's what we're trying to explain to you is there is a way you know you can go into marketatomy.academy we have many courses in there that you could take that's going to help you develop what you need to be able to to build this annual strategy in fact we have a three-part series that carries you through what we call the micro uh i mean the macro um uh, strategy to the what we call the mid strategy and then finally into the micro strategy all right what we're doing is we're breaking it down from those great big long-term goals into you know your your uh, actionable items the, the, the key is is you have to know where you can go to get the sequencing the the actual roadmap to what you need in order to prepare your company for going to Sendra or going to a bank or going to an investor to get more money, whatever it is, your end goal is there are resources that are out there. You just have to reach out and ask or go to marketatomy.academy, call Sendra, do whatever you need to in order to, to um, start the process. If you don't start the process, you'll never get there. Absolutely. This is a 21. First of all, is my favorite number in the whole world. It happens to be the date of my birthday. Ah, you feel, I do feel a special sort of, uh, you know, uh, heartwarming connection with that number. So 2021 is the year we said 2020 was it. Uh, well, aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm sorry. COVID was one thing. I'm, I'm a big com- proponent on planning for external forces that are going to interfere with your business but covid was one that we did not expect you know it was it it was not anticipated it took everybody and i mean i'm i'm talking everybody i'm talking disney world shut down sea world shut down when when major organizations like that end up closing their doors and laying people off you know that even the experts didn't even see this coming you know but that should be another show. I mean, we definitely appreciate you um, having some hesitancy and we, we definitely 
understand that um, this, like Donna says, took us all by surprise. COVID took us all by surprise. And so, you know, for the four years I talk about, you know, or I talked about in the previous show how we hadn't gone to war. This was the invisible enemy that we went to war with, COVID. And, but we, COVID will not win. You as a business owner, you got to prove that this, you are the, the David against this Goliath. And as many of you know, I'm a very spiritual person. I do believe that things happen for a reason. What doesn't kill us makes us stronger. So if you are still in business, because you're still in business, there's a purpose for you to stay strong and go forward. In your armor, in your weapon, is that strategic plan. Yeah. That's bottom line what it is. The strategic plan will bring you clarity. It will bring you transparency. It will bring you um, um, strength. It will bring you collaboration because when somebody you're trying to bring onto your team sees that you have dotted all you know, dotted the I's and crossed yeah. the T's, that's a partner that's going to say, oh, this is the kind of person I want to be in business with. And what the strategic plan is going to be, it's going to be a stepping stone to bigger and better and greater things. Right. Whether you want to be in it for the long haul, whether you want to be in the short term because you want to exit strategy, you want to sell it out, you want to go out and live in the beach, on, on the beach sometimes, you know, because you, you're, you're, you've had enough of humans in, um, in the mainstream media like i have um or elections for instance if you want to just be done but you got to prepare for this battle the battle is you want to have a business that's appealing you want to have a business that's attractive to investors to potential um, people who want to acquire missions yeah so you you go in there strong your strength is in your transparency so um and, and one last comment on that, you know, the other purpose of the strategic plan is so that you can go back and measure where you're coming from and where you are. If you do not have the metrics in place, how are you going to know whether you're moving forward? Um, Absolutely. And, and so Absolutely. that's part of the strategic plan is outlining those metrics, competitive analysis, you know, benchmarking against your, comp your competition. And you don't want to be the, the, the follower. You want to be the leader when it comes to the competitive environment in your, in your, your geographic area, okay? You don't want to see your competitor doing this and say, oh, I should be doing this. You want to be the one that's doing it and they're following you. That's what you want to be doing. Absolutely. In the other in the previous segment, we talked about em empathy, which is an emotion, you know, a feeling component. You know, go with what you're feeling. Is your feeling, and you know, we're telling, we're giving you these suggestions, not because you, we say you need to do them, but just something to cons consider. And it may be that you don't need to tweak or change anything. That everything that you've been doing, you're one of those essential businesses that saw your business boom as a result of COVID. And kudos to you. We applaud you because that's probably not 75% of most businesses in the United States right now who are laying off companies or, or employees in having to get grants from the government. What I'm saying is be prepared. Even if you're not moving, you're not changing a thing. A plan is always a good idea. You never know what's going to happen. No one knew COVID was around the corner, but um, you know, as even with the, a lot of employers, what happened is they let, um, they put their employees on hold and the employees ended up getting unemployment. A lot of employees are not coming back. Yeah, no. 
Well, and, and you're and, gonna have to. Sometimes you have to. Uh, another part of the plan is sometimes you have to reduce your your output. Right. Maybe you have to change. Maybe you lost that employee that no longer had that one talent that you needed. If you are a graphic designer and you had someone who was a software, I don't know. That's Donna's world. But um, you know, if you or if you had a, someone who was doing your social media, whatever it is, if you lost that person. What was they? What were they doing? What service or product were they supporting in your business? Do you need? Do you want to hire someone else um, um, to continue this, or do you want to just eliminate it altogether? That's part of the strategic planning. We've talked about growth and expansion, but we also talk. We need to talk about reduction yeah. because reduction is a significant part, and in strategic reduction. You know, a lot of people. You know, you've heard big companies like the GEs. They sell off some divisions you know, to of their businesses that they're no longer needing. Take a real honest look at what your infrastructure is in your strategy and per in um in relations to that. Do you need everything you have? Are you close to, you know, um retirement age? And are you looking to um to wind things down? Is this a business that you're gonna pass on to your to your family members yeah. or you know, all these things need to be taken, you know, so are your responsibilities um, need to be uh, diminished? Were you the one, if you're a real small micro business, were you the one doing it all? Right. Do you need to diminish? Like Donna is not seeing clients face to face anymore. So she's had to restructure her business. So that's what we're encouraging you to do. We, you know, we're not necessarily telling you that growth is the answer and it's, it is, you know, a growth is the, is the only strategy forward. It could but be sustainability is just keeping the doors open, you know. Absolutely. Um, and at this point, anyway. But um, obviously, we want to grow and, you know, look at the technology industry with COVID. You know, it, it has just boomed. Now, that's not going to last. Ultimately, it will calm down and, and things will slow down. To, to be thrown into a, a whirlwind, whereas you've got exponential growth over a matter of, you know, six months, three months in a lot of cases, it's important to be able to plan for a lot of this. We've got two minutes left in this segment. I would say let's, let's kind of uh, close this segment out. Sandra, what do you have to say? Well, I just think that it's all about intuition. I'm a feeling person. You know, I, um, I think it's important that the feeling, you could take everything we say into consideration, but ultimately your feeling about the situation is what's going to guide you forward. So always trust your instincts, always trust your gut to help you move back or move forward. You know, while there's no moving back, I'm talking about to stay in place or not have an extensive strategic um, expansion plan um, or acquisition plan. So it's about feeling your way through it and just trusting your instincts to know that you may not have the us on your team or anyone else to guide you, but you always know deep inside what the best step forward is for you. And if you don't, then ask someone. Ask a Absolutely. Person. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's like said, numbers. Yeah, it's like all strength in numbers. So I just want to say thank you again for joining us for another episode of this fantastic podcast of the century. I've just branded it. Podcast yeah. of the century. Um, you know, Charge Up Studio, we are so grateful of you joining us each and every day. We've been growing slowly, but surely steady. We thank you for, you know, subscribing. We are all on um, every uh, 
uh, platform and I'll let my co-host tell you. So my name is Sendor Dorsey. I'm with um, Sendor Capital Limited. I'll see you next time. And Donna? And this is Dana Oliva with Marketatomy. Once again, if you'd like to find out more about strategic planning, go to Marketatomy, M-A-R-K-E-T-A-T-O-M-Y dot academy. And you'll find resources there that you can start thinking about. I look forward to talking more with you next week. Thank you. And you can always reach us at info at chargedupstudio.com. You can follow us on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, and contribute to our platform on Patreon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.